Yo, 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 what up, BTV Army? You are listening to a brand new episode of the world-famous, the award-winning Behind the Baller podcast coming to you live from Hollywood and H-Town. Yes, sir. This show is recorded in 100% high-definition stereo sound. This is professional podcasting, y'all. I am your co-host, Ben Baller, a.k.a. The Wash Lord, a.k.a. Back Nine Ben, a.k.a. The Korean John Cusack. And I am the other co-host, Jimmy Boy, a.k.a. J to the Bizzle, but known as now Jimmy Digis and Bow. A.K.A. The Streets <laughs> Jeweler. This man is fucking cold. I know cold. what it is. He cold. <laughs> this show is brought to you by none other than the eight-time podcast producers of the year, the Dust Brothers. Mm-hmm. My dog, Miles Davis. My boy, Jordan Winter. AKA, A.K.A. The Captains. Original music by Illegal Cartel. Original music by Lakey Inspired. Yo, Jimmy, you ready to get into it? Let's go. Yo, Miles, you heard them. You heard Jimmy Boy, man. Hit me one time with the Lakey beat. All right, guys. So we are uh, little disclaimer. Today was supposed to be the launch. I'm saying supposed to launch Cold as Ice today. Um, as far as production and everything, we don't want to just use some Logitech web cameras. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like we had to spend thousands and thousands of dollars of just to get cameras to do this right. Especially when we do it remote. If you look at how, how some of these really, really big shows, some of them do iPhones and that's cool. That's not how we get down here. That's not how the Dust Brothers get down. If you see how Par 3 is shot, it's done very high end. And the way yeah. that we do or how we're going to do Cold as Ice is real serious. So the fact that Jimmy would be out here once a month, I'll be out there. We'll also do remote shows. We're going to have guests. Obviously, the guests will be in person. We're not trying to do in remote shows, interviews. you know. And so like with that said, the lighting, the soundproofing, things like that, those were minor things. But the big issues were Fat Boy didn't get the fucking artwork done in time. So we have some logos being taken care of, you know what I'm saying, right now. Right, Jimmy? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. It's got to be done right. <laughs> And then we got uh, we got the picture already. We just have to get the artwork for that so that it could go into every database. Basically, all um, the systems, obviously Apple, uh, YouTube, um, Google Play, uh, fucking Spotify. Everything uh, y'all could think of, man. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, all that stuff. So guys, I apologize. This is episode 392. When Cold as Ice drops, it will reset to episode one. But yeah, sorry. We got to get some things in motion we want to give you the best possible show. We got the dynamic motherfucking duo. So we are going to do um, the launch sometime in the beginning of 2024, meaning it's going to be early January. You heard? Yep. And y'all got, y'all got to be ready, man. I'm going to tell y'all like that because it's going to be what it is. I can't say nothing too crazy. It's going to be what it is. We're giving them a different show, man. Different show. Yo, Jimmy, how you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. How you doing, man? How was your Christmas? My Christmas was good, man. It was all right. It was a, uh, you know, it was an interesting Christmas, dog. I'm gonna lie to you. Um, first Christmas, uh, not as a full family, right? Not as a married man. It's a, it's an interesting thing. Um, I don't really have a lot of family or friends around me. Um, by choice, I've been in a weird mode. You know what I'm saying? I've been in a weird 
weird mode, weird mood set. Um, and I wouldn't say weird, just really I feel like in these times, it's good to lean on people, right? I've been able to lean on you. I've been able to lean on Jordan. been able to lean on Popeye. I've been able to lean on people. But um, if I can't do it myself, bro, then I'm not going to be able to do it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's yeah. only so much I can't. I think with Jordan and Popeye, they're both married. They got some certain things, some other people too. But when you have kids, you understand what it's like for another father who has kids, no matter how responsible they are, how much they are in their lives, at some point in time, at least 90% of the men I know are very responsible dads. So like, I don't really want to bug anybody. So it was an interesting Christmas. Um, my kids went fucking crazy. You know, uh, they got, you know, we used to do a bunch of small little gifts here and there, and that's cool. You know, like a bunch of, okay, Lego here, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe, you know, some, um, I don't know, man, some collectibles, some random shit in there. And I was like, look, we going to go with one big bang. We going quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or as you would say, quality. Quality or quality. Yeah. So, you know, the kids were um, real hyped and then uh, sent them over to their moms. And then pretty much I played golf. It was, uh, it got weird for a little bit. You know, you reminisce. You're like, damn, you know, 14 years, you think about like, you take some drive, you're taking a drive. You're like, damn, this is. Can I, can I focus on this? No, let me not focus on the weird shit. If it comes, it comes, but let me not focus. Let me not, you know, emphasize any dark energy trying to permeate my boundaries. You know what Definitely. I'm saying? How was your Christmas, bro? Man, bro, I'm going to tell you, it was, it, was, it was different. You know what I mean? Like, um... It was, it was definitely uh, not easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like you, you know, it's like what's been going on and everything. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, the kids was good. You know what I'm saying? And you know, eventually on on cold as ice. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give it to them even more. But uh, yeah, bro, it was a little off. But you know, I, I just went through it. Spent it with the kids. They went with their moms after too. Um, I really just chill, bro. Just really, you know, sitting through it and just really thinking and preparing myself for everything we about to do and just this new year and really just so, you know, shit on them. Yeah. You know, um, like with Jax, I mean, at that point, you don't want me asking, what, what'd you get Jax for? Cause he's, you know, he's so young, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just curious, like, you know, Vanna is like different. Yeah, for sure. For Jackson, bro. Like I just got him like some, uh, Really, just toys like he 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 really in the Power Ranger, uh, Dino Fury right now. So I got him a bunch of them toys. Um, he young, but he love what his sister and his brother be doing too. So his brothers, he is in the Robux, but uh, I bought him some Robux toys like actual figurines, just simple, bro. The boy, you know what I mean? To watch our kids and how the things that that make them happy, bro, makes us realize. You know, life is really simple, bro. You know what I mean? It's just real simple, bro. It's a beautiful thing. You know what's crazy is maybe Vanna kind of understands. I don't think, because you didn't go to college, right? No, I didn't. You know, when you go to college, and if you come from an upper middle class, I think society would put me in a obviously upper class, right? I don't, my mindset don't feel that way. I feel like I'm just kind of like somewhat regular, which is maybe disrespectful to people who are struggling, but I put myself as an underdog all the time because I don't feel that way. But in general, society would put me and you in the uh, upper tier of, sure. um, you know, of wage, you know, salary, whatever. 
But like, until you go to college and you come from a middle-class family or whatever, you don't know what broke is like. Like you really, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't washing your clothes every day, you ain't doing certain things or whatever. And I don't think Vanna gets it just yet. And she's so happy-go-lucky, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But isn't it crazy that both of our younger kids, or all my three kids, but both of your younger kids, they really don't understand like, not that they expect it, but they do expect like, they know they're gonna get at least two or three meals a day. They know there's snacks in the pantry. You know, they know that toys are coming, birthday, Christmas, whenever they're going on trips. Always, we always joke around, bro. We, it'd be funny, we joke around. We'd be like, you know, Jackson, you know, he was born with the golden spoon. That's why they call him Goldie. And Jimmy was born with the silver spoon. And Savannah was born with the plastic spoon. <laughs> but you know what you I know mean? What I mean? Like, like, they, they don't understand the struggle. They're not going to understand it, never. You know, like, they look at life as in, it's kind of like expected. It should be what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is, is now that I think about it, Vanna did experience some adversity for sure coming up. But when I think mm-hmm. about like, you know, um, what I'm trying to get at is they don't know the level L's I took this year. You know, even if I try to tell them, you know, like, yo, listen, it's been a bad year. Boom, here and there. It's like, all right, well, they still see, you know, a nice car. They see a crib is good. You know, you live in a nice house and everything. So it's kind of hard, but like, yeah. What you went through in the last month, they can't understand that. Do you know what I mean? And and they wouldn't. No matter how good the you know the school that our kids go to, all our kids go to private school, and yep. think that even those kids. And I'm talking about the rich kids at our school. Them motherfuckers ain't. And be like, how the fuck do you know? I'm really assuming, but I'm not stupid. Motherfuckers just don't take these kind of L's like this. You know what I'm saying? Like some of these type of L, like like a one lump sum and one one shot thing like that. And whatever it be, you know, life is ups and downs, right? And how you take it. It's for sure, bro. I'm, I'll give you a prime example because Jimmy was kind of around when it first went down. So he would hear me talking about it. And then so he was like, $2 million? You lost $2 million? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, that's a lot. But, you know, they're young. They don't really understand it. They just understand the word million. You know, they think it's a lot. But he, you know what I mean? Like, he back to just doing what he do. Like, they won't understand it. But, you know, at the same time, that's what we work so hard for, bro. So they don't understand situations like that. You know what I mean? Especially at their age. Yeah. You know what I was going to ask you, too, real quick before we get into the next thing? I mean, well, I mean, like, let's say, for instance, for Jimmy, right? Do, Do you guys have a set dinner time every day and a set breakfast time every day or no? Yep, we do. Okay, that's cool. I just yeah. I just randomly questioned dumb people like, what the fuck is Ben and Jimmy and talking that, about? And that's what I do too. I make sure like weekdays, like I t- and that, like you know, Vanda she drives now and all that stuff. She has practice, but I tell my kids like Monday through Friday, it's we have dinner together. You know what I'm saying? Like breakfast, Vanda sleeps in because her school is later now. But before, you know, we have breakfast together, um, and you know, we have dinner. But now it's just guaranteed dinner every night. You know, we do it like Vanda. You started like having practice, so she come home later. We used to have some breakfast. I mean, we used to have dinner at 6.30, but because of her being later, we pushed it back to like 7 now just to make sure that we are able to at least do that. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a very big thing that I, I press on them is that we got to make sure we do that together. You know, with no electronics, no phone, no nothing, just us being together. And we pray together every night. You know what I mean? Nah, dog. Structure is really important in the family, bro. It's really important. I, I miss you know, I miss. Uh, I didn't have that structure growing up. so I had it for a little bit. And my parents separated, you know, and I just thought, damn, that's, those were good times for me. Um, 
You know what? What made me think about something right now is, um, and I've talked about this for a few years now, right? There's a couple here and there where I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, this year someone got me this year. Someone's, most of the time I'm getting my own present. I spoil myself, right? I say all the time, it's important to spoil yourself. My boy Jonas Pavako always said that shit. You got to spoil yourself, fam. Rest in peace, Jonas. Um, but the hardest thing to do is to try to get me or someone like you a gift. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So did anybody get you anything for Christmas? Um, I definitely, I, I did get one gift, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's like, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I feel like people like us, you know, like you always hear people be like, well, you know, what do I get a person that got everything they want? Or what do I get somebody that's this and that? And, you know, like I can speak for myself with this is like, I'll say like for me, like the best gifts I've ever received is uh, gifts that, you know, people put thought into, you know what I mean? Like just the fact that a person might have like been around me and heard me say something that I liked or I enjoyed and they, you know, gift to me that, you know what I mean? It could be a painting or a card that said something that I enjoyed. It's like, those are the best gifts I can ever ask for. Those, those are the ones I cherish, bro. Cause it's like, you know, they're thoughtful. People put thought into that. Even when you're not around, they think of you, you know what I mean? So like even the gift that I got, it was like, it was, it was actually like a, a size eight new era fitted. You remember how I tell you so hard to even find that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah they embroidered Babby on there, you know what I mean? Cause that's what my kids call me. And like, she, you know, made a card and everything with it. And I'm not gonna lie, bro, that shit got me emotional. You know what I mean? Like she thought about that. She knew that, you know, and, and doing something like that was like the best thing ever. Bro, did you happen to see about a month and a half ago, London had back to school night, I had a meeting with this teacher and then and uh, Leonard wrote me that note. It's a hard post on my page. You see how note he wrote me? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that fucked me up, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, you know. And um Ryder drew a little something really small just because he saw Kai do something in London. Um, you know, he appreciates it. He's he's probably mentally taking it the worst. But Kaya yesterday, a day before yesterday, I woke up and I seen this little like just a little picture that Kaya drew for me, a little rabbit. Or a squirrel, I don't remember, you know what it is. And she just wrote, like, I love, you know what I'm saying? Like, just even little shit like that, bro. Like, dog, that shit is priceless. But, you know, um, I got subscribers on Instagram and they got me, I had like a small list of like 13 items. I think the most expensive item was like 80 bucks, but most of the items probably like between uh, 10 and $20. But little shit that I use, golf shit, little small little things here and there. And you know what? Motherfuckers got damn near everything on there. And I was like, yo, shit. And a go, of course I could buy everything. It's just that, you know, I do a lot for people and, and uh, I appreciate yeah, bro, it. But- it's thoughtful. It's the thought, bro. It's not even the fact that, you know, we could do that, of course. It's just like the meaning and the thought of that is the most beautiful thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's yeah. We- Shout out to the subscribers, man. Y'all real for that, for real. Yeah, man. You got any, uh, you got any plans for New Year's? What you doing? Uh, nah, bro. Like the plan I got is usually what I do ever since Savannah was born, bro. I just spend New Year's with them, pop fireworks and just chill at home, bro. You know what I mean? Start it the way I want to end it. You know what I mean? Every year with them. That's what's up, bro. That's wash life, man. Yeah, what you about know? you, bro? What you gonna do? Dog, uh, we might, we might hit San Francisco. We might hit San Diego. But I'm really thinking about, I might just chill. I, I don't know. I just, the thing is, when I got the kids, because three of them, you know what I'm saying? And like, and I don't really, right now, I really want to have, you know, babysitter people around them. But, you know, I got them for one, two, three, four, five, 
like six days. You know what I'm saying? So six days without golf is going to kill me. I got some golf this week, and I'm still trying to get that out of my system. But I got some big shit coming up. Um, but yeah, bro, you know, I think I think I might, I might just chill. We But we might go somewhere. I'm not really tripping, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, psh, I was just curious. That, you know what that is, though? That's that wash life, bro. That's that real wash life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, that sounds like that, though, bro. But speaking of New Year's, bro, you got any New Year's resolutions or what? You know, bro, um, I don't really ever set New Year's resolutions, right? I think the the first thing I think is I really just got to be a better version of myself, right? Yeah, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a daily task. It ain't a yearly task, sure. right? Yeah. So. If we add up all the days, yeah, was I better this year statistically than I was last year? How many times did I say thank you to someone? You know what? I mean, I do the basic stuff. I'm definitely a very, you know, I'm a gentleman, period, regardless of whatever internet persona there is. But I do got to say that I took enough time off this year. Some don't recover, some take whatever, and nobody knows what's going on. I mean, you know part of it, right? I'm talking about 99.9999999% of people really have no idea the horror stories, right, of what's been happening. So, you know, I'm not tripping on that. It's like I'm in an awkward position to move forward, and I ain't talking about no love shit. I'm not even thinking about no girls, you know, so I'm talking about like on a business aspect, as fucked up as the economy is, I'm taking no prisoners. I have a lot to take advantage of. So I think my resolution is to not feel sorry for anybody anymore because this ain't the time to feel sorry for nobody you know what i mean motherfuckers is out there and i think right now it's, it's time for the taking it's 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 really a selfish time for me so new, new year's resolution is for me to be more selfish because i really do get love i spread a lot of my time um throughout a lot of people people i don't even know so uh, that's, sure that's, that. that's my new year's resolution what, what's yours besides uh losing 25 pounds bro I think my biggest thing, you know what I mean? Like this whole year I've been working on really just minimalizing and kind of just simplifying my life a little bit more just so I can spend more time with the kids, bro. And I I feel like, especially what would happen about a month and a half ago, bro, was kind of like the reminder for me to really kick in the gear what I was trying to do. Like I told you, I'm really focused on really um, going back to being like a private jeweler, bro, and really just go back to the way I used to just like design and really just put my art into my love into the art of it, bro. And really, you know, focus on, you know, my other investments, sell most of it and just really go and shit on every motherfucker that I fucking need to, bro. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I felt like I spread myself too thin the last couple of years, man. And it's time to really, you know, really bro. Going and I feel, yeah. like you, I feel like you turned up pretty. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I was, you know, I was turning up in, in different things, bro. But I was so I was stretched so thin. There's, you know, there are other things I've been doing, you know, in the in behind the scenes that some been working, some ain't been working, and it kind of like took away my mind of really being able to go hard on really like just on customs and and collections and shit like that. So this year coming up, bro, I'm really going to come back on like just that that exclusive, you know, style and everything, bro, and really just fuck motherfuckers head up and not even, like you say, I ain't gonna be real, like, uh, I ain't leaving no prisoners, bro, and anybody can get it. Yeah, dog. I'm not even leaving no hostage, dog. You ain't gonna be no hostage, motherfucker. You dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers getting executed. Um, speaking of jewelry, bro, you know what's funny, man? That I'm a real jeweler video that we did on the hum. Tell the people and keep it 100, because you know, we're not, we not in the same room, bro. We're not in the same room. When I thought of doing that, what the fuck was we doing? Bro, we was eating, but well, we had just finished eating at the potato corner, bro. We was, we was at, eating fried uh, chicken, okay, dog? Americana, bro. We was literally eating fried chicken and we was walking into what? We was walking into what's that coffee place? Coffee uh, bean, it? okay. Coffee bean, yep. Did I come out you of that? Remember? Did I did I tell you about it before? Did I talk about it a day before? Did I talk? Did I just come up no, with that, bro? Because you remember, I, I I wanted to sit down, so I went to go sit at a chair. You came up to me like, "Yo, you see that video that's going around?" Like people were like, "Oh, I'm from Orange County," or you know, "I'm, I'm Vietnamese," and I'm just like, "Nah, what you talking about?" You're like showing it to me. You're like, "We need to do this," you know what I'm saying? Like, but we need to do it. I'm a real so from Jewish. the moment I said it to you. To the last second we finished my little thing, how long did that whole thing take? From the time you brought that up to the time we posted it, maybe like 35 minutes, 40 minutes. <laughs> Bro. And it took that long because that we shit got a million. It, it, it took us that long to walk to the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying it probably took seven minutes of bullshit, right? Doc, yep. that shit got a million views, bro. Bro, it's just crazy because even even like every time I even hop on Instagram, it's so like there's 50 more comments about it, 30 more comments. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. like, bro, motherfuckers is copying. People is sending. Oh, who you talking about? Who's who's he talking about? You talking about tracks? Talking about man? Shut your bitch. We talking about anybody that applies to. Literally, literally bro. Okay. If like, it applies you know to you, then if it's you. You feel like the shoe fit, bro? Put it on. At the end of the day, it's like, yo, either you gonna take it like. You go. You go. It's either gonna hurt your butt, or you gonna just take it and, and and laugh about it, bro. Come on, man. Like life ain't that serious. These boys nah, out here man. be butt hurt, bro. Yeah, nah, man. Lot, they 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 really mad because they really just that's all they surviving off of is a lot of that bullshit, bro. You know hold, what I mean? hold 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 the fuck up, bro. Time out. <laughs> I wish I had a whistle right now. If I had a, I wish I had a whistle. I just made a fake little whistle sound. Official, like a referee to whistle. Did you see that Trex NYC boxing match? Yeah, bro. I actually saw it today, earlier today. Dog, Remember I saw I that shit. It? I seen that shit like on Sunday when it happened in real time. Bro. Oh, it just happened on Sunday. Yeah. Who was the dude? What's his name? Leonard or Leo? Or what do you know his name? I forgot his name. He's that dude from Europe. He does like those videos about watches and stuff like that. I've vaguely seen him. I don't know who dude is. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, dude follows me, right? I don't know shit about none. A lot of Jews follow me, but bro, I didn't know they had beef. I don't know where it stems from. Maxud, I know you listen to the podcast a lot. You know, I fuck with you. We've had some great meals uh, together. Yeah, shout out to tracks, man. Max, I pray to God, me and you never get in a boxing ring because I will kill your ass, bro. <laughs> I love you, Max. You know, I, <laughs> bro. Bro, you, you better stop before you make a video about you. I know. He done made a couple videos of me, bro. You know, but I'm saying, Jimmy, you've seen me fight. Like, bro, I will... Like, dog, I think people forget that, like, that's one thing I can't just because, obviously, all the fucking trouble I've been in my life. But on a one to ten, bro, please give, not talk about one or the other, what would you rate that boxing match, bro? Bro, you know, I would say, like I told you earlier, bro, like, I just don't, 
like I don't know whether their beef was real. I don't know if y'all really beef here and y'all just doing it for the views, whatever. None I, I respect it, bro. But the ring is left for professional boxers for yeah, a reason. Dog. Let the professional yeah. boxers yeah. fight. Like if it's real beef, bro, like they should have put I on the fucking from, they should have put on the four ounce gloves. Not no padded yeah, gloves. Put I mean, on the four ounce gloves. If it's real beef, like like where I how I grew up, how you know, bro. If real beef ain't gonna be no gloves, bro. It's gonna be like what it is. Like but what so, I'm saying is four ounces, you're gonna cut some motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna cut yeah, some shit. Like, like if y'all, if y'all truly was beefy, y'all felt like y'all had to do that, cool. I respect it. I respect both of y'all. Cool. Um, but it's like I feel like people were dictating that. You know what I mean? Like, people were telling them what they had to do. Y'all need to go in the ring and fight it out. Duh, duh, duh. Like, come on, bro. Like, Yeah, no, I feel wild. what you're saying. Ain't nobody dictating shit with me, bro. You tripping. Yeah, when I see... But, bro, he flew all the way to... Um, Max flew all the way to Europe. Like, bro, come on, dog. Oh, they did it in Europe? Yeah. Hey, Max, you you a real one, bro. You done, you done went all the way over there to do You know what I mean? Like, but, you know, Max, you know, he's, he always seemed like that dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, three times I met him with you and everything, like, Max was going back down. Max going to go out there and do what he got to do. <laughs> you know what's funny is is Max is what, like, five, seven, five, eight, maybe? I don't know, maybe five, uh-huh. seven, five, eight. So I don't know how that, that Leo do it. Leo in terrible shape. That oh, motherfucker. Super. Them motherfuckers was gas in the first round. I just was like, when you look at the comments, people are like, oh, respect, respect. Oh, man, they got hands. And I'm like, y'all, man, y'all being kind. Motherfuckers ain't that kind with me or you in the comments. You know what I'm saying? They ain't nowhere near that kind. But it's just funny because I never got to see the fight. But do you remember that dude? I can't remember the fucking guy's name. I know Jen Gates, but his friend, it was the, the um, is he Cambodian? Buck Noy. Buck Noy. Yeah. I like that dude. Buck. I like that dude, Buck. Yeah, I like Buck, Buck bro. Do, man. Yeah, he he was he was standing on business, but like they actually got into a fight, and I think they did it without gloves, right? Or did they do bare mitts? They do they do gloves? They did gloves, I think. Okay, they shit was a little bit. I seen the faces after. Uh-huh. They faces was bruised up. You know what I'm saying? It was in there throwing them. Um, but yeah, dog, I don't know, bro. That shit was funny. I mean, let it be, Max. You know, I love you regardless. I'm just saying, bro. Like that shit, man, bro. I mean. Again, great they fought it out. I just thought that that was funny. We had to talk about that shit. That shit was crazy. Because if motherfucker had beef with you, bro, I'd be scared for their life. <laughs> and I'd be scared for their life just because one of your youngins, someone from your crew ain't even going to tell you. They wouldn't even bro, tell you. Bro, you know, I'm still, trying to, I'm still trying to shake hands with Rolex Enforcer. You remember that shit? <laughs> yeah, I, dude, follow me, but I don't know, dude. And then, and then you, know, you put the, you know, you put the money out there like, yo, find out his dress. He was scared. <laughs> But he was like, oh, I'm a law enforcement. If you was real law enforcement, homie, Jimmy would have been arrested. You full of shit. Like, he was just, yeah. he goofy, man. Whatever. I don't even, f- fuck that dude. By the way, shout out to Fake Watch Buster. He's back. He's finally posting again. And he's, you know, exposed his, his look, you know, who he looks like, what he looks like and everything. And Oh, he did? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but remember, Doug, I flew to Oslo. So I flew to Norway. Uh-huh. And uh, I had a watch deal out there. This was six, seven years ago. Tiger happened to be in the same hotel as me. There's only one five-star hotel in, in, in Oslo, like a real nice modern five-star hotel. Beautiful fucking hotel. Gorgeous. Oslo's a beautiful city. So I went out there. Tiger's in the same hotel, has a show in Oslo. What are the fucking chances? So we kicking it, chilling, hanging out, cooling. And fake Washbuster messages me and says, hey, bro, I happen to live here in Oslo. And I'm like, you live in Norway? He's like, yeah, bro. Met him at a coffee shop. We end up kicking it. Dude is really smart, really good dude, regular ass dude. He posted a picture of himself, um, married with kids. Good dude. But yeah, shout out to Fake Watchbuster. I want to uh 
switch gears real quick and then we can um you know get off this thing but i watched this video the other day jamie and i wish we was you know doing video right now so i can pull it up and show you but i seen this black guy regular chill black dude articulate i don't mean that did oh so, that's so disrespectful to call somebody no no i'm talking about his words how he expressed himself how well versed he was and how well he got his message across was a one so mm -hmm. i say it that way but he said um he did a stitch you know the stitches right when someone does a video like you know like you say like say for instance i'm a real jeweler and they cut like after five seconds they cut the video no motherfucker i'm a real jeweler you know da da da. you know stitches right when you stitch someone else's video okay i didn't know so that but okay I know the video is. was um of this famous k-pop star who has dreadlocks and this shit's been going on in the community be like Man, I fucking hate this fucking Asians, black appropriation, you know, this and that. I can't stand this. That's appropriation. There's this, there's this. And um, this Asian newscaster says, is blah, 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 Wang's dreadlocks, cultural appropriation. And the black guy comes in. He says, yes. And he goes, guess what? Who fucking cares? He's like, do you have any idea how much shit is going on in the world? Do you know how much other shit that really matters? If a fight started out because of this, do you know how fucking dumb and how embarrassed I am for my people for this? Do you have any idea how much bigger shit is really going on in the world that we need to worry about? And I ain't talking about Gaza. I ain't talking about Israel. He was saying, do you have any idea the real problems we should be focused on? And he's like, who cares? He said, do you remember all the people back in the late 80s and early 90s late 80s for a while and this is probably you were too young but everyone was wearing the bruce lee shoes those kung fu slide like like slippers it was really big in the 80s and 90s especially during the you know like you know it was just a big time everyone's wearing them kung fu shoes mm -hmm. and he goes that's cultural appropriation he said do you remember in the early 2000s every single girl black white doesn't matter they're wearing them little slides and flats, not slides, sorry, them ballet um, flats that look like they're like they're Chinese shoes. You know what I'm talking about? They just had like every girl in the early 2000s, mid 2000s were wearing those like, they're like, they had Swarovski crystals on them, some had regular, they're just like, they're like, they're flats that you could buy at, at a manicure shop. You could buy them at any Vietnamese manicure place. And you know what I'm talking about? Every girl wore flats during the 2000s. He said, that's cultural appropriation. He's like, I didn't see one Asian person say shit about that. No one said shit. But yet we want to talk about hairstyles. He goes, you want to talk about the biggest disrespectful cultural appropriation that motherfuckers embraced and never said shit? And I was like, the fuck's he going to say? He said, Wu-Tang Clan. He's like, bruh. And I said, holy shit. Mind you. In the mid-90s, early 90s, well, 94, 95, when Wu-Tang came out, do you have any idea how fucking huge of a Wu-Tang fan I was? I was a massive fan, and I knew these dudes. The way yeah. he broke it down, bro, he's right. It's hella cultural appropriation. They was taking the Chinese fucking shit, you know what I'm saying? They had songs, Tiger Style, and all that shit, you know what I mean? Using Kung Fu Theater and all that, but like, I wasn't tripping. I was like, that's cool. It was going hard. They were doing yeah. it right. It's like, embrace it, bro. Like, enjoy it, you know, for what it is. Like, 
But what I'm saying is, don't you feel what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers is getting mad. Like, I do. I feel exactly what you're saying, bro. Like, you remember during that time, even Jeremy Lin, they tried to tell him he was uh, cultural appropriation when he braided his hair while he was playing. Yeah. I don't fuck with Jeremy you Lin. Know? He a goofy motherfucker. I, I smacked the shit out that motherfucker. I don't already said it a few times, but no. Going back on, he got a podcast, by the way, now, too. He, I hope he don't invite me. Cause oh, I was, for real? Yeah. I, I don't care but if he's 6'5", six, yeah. six, I'll smack the fuck out that little goofy-ass dude. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just bigger things that say, and the people, oh, you don't know the struggles with, like, dog, let's, let, let's, look, there's so much shit. You unify, embrace shit. There's things, it really, like, I don't know, bro. Like, let's just say there was an Asian hairstyle, like a, a rice bowl cut. And let's say some white boy got that. And they say it's deeper because it's black. No, but it technically is the same. If you got a rice bowl haircut, I'm talking about the real bowl cut. I had when I was a kid, I don't think you probably had when you was, but I had a real rice bowl haircut in the late 70s, mid 70s. Bro, would you be upset? Bruh, think about Chinese tattoos, bro. Chinese letters. I'm not even Chinese. I had Chinese letter tattoos. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Allen Iverson has them. Exactly. That's but what I'm saying. But who gives a fuck? Everybody. Who gives a fuck? Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's life. Do what you enjoy to do. But don't you if feel I like was, that was an intelligent thing for that dude to say? Like, really just broke it down. And motherfuckers still I ain't going to respect it. You know what I mean? Because honestly, it's like, it's really the truth. And some people need to hear it because we live in a world now is that everybody don't really like the truth. You know, which... Like you said, it don't matter. If someone likes to do something, they're allowed to do that. They have the right to do that. And that's cool. You know what I mean? Let them do what they do. We respect you for what your, you know, your choice is. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just that. No, I'm just saying it's just it's just stupid as fuck, man. No, you know, exactly. That's why I know exactly what you mean, bro, because it's like we live in it's just a, we live in a sensitive ass world now, bro. It's, it's just People just sensitive about everything, bro, besides the truth of life. Or and, what and, really and you know what, man? I gotta I gotta say something, bro. I'll like be kicking it and I got dudes, some dude said some stupid ass shit on on one of the comments. He was like, You gotta be careful of these outside dudes. They wanna steal from our culture, they wanna do shut the fuck up, you goofy, stupid, dumb motherfucking idiot. Look, man, I'll hang out with a group of Asians. They say, oh, you don't hang out with no black motherfuckers. You hang out with white people. Jimmy, if you were to associate at least 25 years, what would you say a majority of the people I'm probably kicking it with is? Honestly, just give me an assessment what you think. You, I see you with a lot of black people. I remember your biker days and all that stuff. I was in the black bike game. I'm just saying, mostly black. Okay. Now let's yeah. say I kick it with a bunch of black people. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, you ain't with Asians, huh? You ain't cool with Asians. You ain't cool with this. Hang oh, yeah. Out, hang out with white people. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't hang out. Doc, you cannot please everyone. Everyone go complain regardless. When I was a rapper, bro, I was being judged by Asian people because they said that I wasn't represented for Asians because I never talked about being Asian when I rap. And I'm like, why do I need to talk about it when you see me? That's what you see. You know what I mean? Like, all you see is Vietnamese motherfuckers next to you. Koreans, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, yeah, bro. Like, bro. Come on, man. Like, oh, he trying to be black because he don't talk about being Asian. Like, come on, bro. And that's what we're doing on Cold as Ice. I want you guys to understand that. 
And I got one last question for you. And then I'll say something and then we're going to wrap up and I'll see you in the new year, bro. Dog, we got election year coming up, bro. Neither one of these candidates that are the lead for each party are qualified to run this country. We, 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 we in a fucked up situation, okay? So I God forbid that the terrible Joe Biden, who is so fucking old and falling asleep and forgetting his words, God forbid. I mean, it'd be fucking nice if it was Kamala or fucking Gavin or somebody. But if it comes down to it, and Trump can be the Republican Party candidate, right? Who do you think you're going to vote for, bro? Well, see, the good thing is that I'm a convicted felon, so I can't vote. <laughs> <laughs> so who you going to vote for, bro? <laughs> bro, I ain't going to lie to you, dog. I can't vote for Biden, bro. I cannot vote for that motherfucker again, bro. He is just... You know, fuck. it's the best way to give an example is like, imagine you got your girlfriend you with right now and this bitch just ain't shit. She don't cook. She don't clean. She just a hot mess every day laying around the house. Coochie stinking because she don't shower every day. And then you got your ex-girlfriend that's coming back around trying to get back with you and she just... And lie a lot and she cranky sometimes you gotta really ask yourself which one you gonna go with you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah man I mean I wish I could just say man you know cause I done said so much shit about Trump already so it's like I don't think a Trump vote would be an endorsement by me no matter what the fuck people say I think there's really no choice do you vote for diarrhea or do you vote for vomit it ain't shit and piss it's diarrhea or vomit which yeah. one are you voting for right and I think that shit, man. I want to say fucking Biden. Biden is diarrhea and Trump is vomit. But either way, it ain't good. So I, I just was just curious in your thoughts, man. But now, fuck. I guess we're gonna have to just get to the wire, man. Yeah. We're gonna have to just get down and to the as wire. As it goes, bro. you know what I mean. With the beginning of this year, as it goes into, it's gonna be more shit, and we gonna just have to talk about it more. And our decide decisions probably get cleared in. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, We're going to see what it do, man. It's going to be crazy. Well, guys, I appreciate you listening to another episode. I'm going to come back and close the show out. The little, quote, sure. you, know, you know, you know, quote, just a little short, short little outro. But I wanted you guys to understand that we are working on this artwork. We are working on a few things. We're ready to go. But there's a few things beyond me and Jimmy's control that haven't, um, you know what I'm saying, come in, you know, into completion. So what I do want you to do is... We are going to launch the first episode with questions about jewelry and every aspect of jewelry. We're going to talk a lot about jewelry. We're going to talk a lot about Asian stereotypes, about Asian things between Vietnamese, between Koreans. Bring more Asian people on the show. We're going to do a lot of things. I have done this show for over four fucking years, guys. Do you understand? We and Jimmy are going to do another four, five, ten, God willing. So email yes. all your jewelry-related questions to cold as ice pod. Cold as ice pod at gmail.com, just like it sounds, okay? And me and Jimmy are gonna be on live on camera on high definition 4K video answering your questions, okay? 
And uh, look, man, Jimmy, I appreciate you coming on and, and jumping on the show with me. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it's, it's your show, too. Uh, is there anything no. you want to say to the Army? Man, just shout out to all y'all. Man, I wish y'all the best. Next time I talk to you, be a new year. So, may y'all enjoy y'all New Year's Eve and have fun and get ready for this cold-ass motherfucking ice because it's going to be right, baby. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. You hear the music in the background. You hear that lakey dog. We're going to pay some bills, and I'll be right back. Love you, Jimmy. All right, bro. Love you. College and NFL football is cooking, and there's money to be made. Sports betting picks, I got you covered. VIP one-on-one coaching for beginners, we got you covered. Me and my team of professional handicappers, a.k.a. the captains, are here to help you dominate the football season. Captain Picks is legit and it's fun. I love being able to watch games and communicate in the Discord community alongside. If you sign up right now for a single sport football at $50 per week, you'll get picks for both NCAA and NFL all season long throughout the playoffs. CaptainPicks.com is where you go to win. Come rock with your captains. Sign up one time or reoccurring subscriptions with promo code INVEST for 40% off. Once again, the promo code is INVEST. Come join me and my crew at CaptainPicks.com for single sport or VIP. Sports betting should be a team sport. What up, y'all? We are back, man. Um, so I didn't set all the Christmas shit, right? I hope everybody did have a great Christmas and everything like that. I'm uh, actually in Orange County right now recording this show. I got a decent night's sleep. Not going to lie to you. And um, I'm, a li- I'm a little anxious, you know, playing golf with Michael Block today. Um. It's wild, man. You know, Michael Block is uh, 46, 47 years old. And, um, you know, he's been a pro at a golf course forever. He's tailor-made family. And, um, you know, he's entered qualifiers and now he's on the PGA Tour. He's playing tour events and he's, he uh, plays 15th in the PGA Championship in a fucking major, you know, I mean... It doesn't get any more of a fucking, you know, uh, that's some dream come true type shit. And um, had a hole-in-one on the final day on Sunday at the PGA Championship. That was seven months ago, something like that. Anyways, don't know what to expect. Had dinner with them last night. Um, club is beautiful. Course is gorgeous. Good, good guys are um, actually in town. And I'm actually starting to wonder if fucking Garrett and Grant, or I'm sorry, if Grant is thinking about coming back. I think that'd be dope. You know, can't really speak about it with my life, but if I really were to weigh out the whole situation, which I did, no matter how much my wife might have drove me crazy or whatever, or vice versa, because obviously, you know, it's, it's what it is. The situation with the kids is what you really got to think about in the family. 
But, you know, again, arrested development is a real thing. When I think about what Grant is doing, and I know internally, I just, I know there's obviously there's some issues and whatever. And I think that that shit could be sorted out. I would love to see those motherfuckers come back together. You know what I mean? But I would love to see if Grant plays Garrett in a 1v1, I'm going to keep it a buck. I, I know who's going to win. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I think most of you who know golf would know who's going to win. But it, it would be the most viewed video on their page for sure. So I don't know, man. It's lit. I think I've talked about this a million times. I get severe PTSD when I'm in Orange County. Deep OC. Not necessarily Anaheim or anything else. Just something weird about Costa Mesa, Irvine, um, Laguna, Dana Point, Lake Forest, Newport, you know, Huntington Beach, not so much. Anaheim, not so much. Anything La Habra, La Palma, all that shit don't really fuck with me so much, but I, I just can't stop thinking about, you know what I mean? Just the times I, I was out here and just, it's a different life, man. It's, it's chill, it's quiet. But yeah, you know, I chose the worst fucking day to go to South Coast Plaza. Chose the worst fucking day to go to Irvine Spectrum. And um, I have not walked into Abercrombie and Fitch in 20 years. Legit, it's been 20 years since I've walked into that store. And they're having a sale. And the thing is, if you have kids, it ain't about balling or nothing, man. Their, their clothes are disposable. They grow out of them. They just get destroyed. You know, um, London shoe size is growing so fucking fast. By the way, shout out to Riff LA. Shout out to my potties, Jeff and Ed. I cannot believe Ed fucking cut two feet of hair. Maybe more than that. Ed's hair was down almost to the fucking bottom of his back. He cut his hair. Like, wow, looks good. He looks like a real fucking Filipino now. Before that motherfucker looked like a goddamn, like he was fucking from uh, Apocalypto and shit. But anyways, yeah, man, shout out to, to Riff LA. Picked up some Kobe Del Souls and picked up some reverse Grinches for Ryder. Um, London got some uh, some Panda Jordan 85s. Anyways, walking to Abercrombie, they're doing a 50, 30, 70% off and stuff and everything. And there was some cool stuff in there, some nice stuff. Nothing Kaya size. Nothing really that's caught my eye for the boys. And then I went into Zara. For anyone who's a parent, look, with London, he had Gucci, he had Louis, he had all that shit, you name it. Prada, Gucci, he had every fly designer brand that made kids shit, he had it all. He modeled for Marc Jacobs, he had all that shit. That shit is just like, your first kid, okay, your first baby, you're hyped, that shit ain't fly. Anyway, Zara makes great little kids clothes the quality, everything. And when they have a sale, it's lit. So they had shit in there for fucking $10, $8, $20, 30 bucks. Anyways, it's cheaper than some of the Target or Gap prices or whatever, but the quality is better. So I seen this amazing, cute fucking sweater. It was so cute for Kaya. Seen a dope-ass jacket for London, few t-shirts for all the kids. And I was like, you know what? This ain't shit. This is like six, seven items. This is fucking 70, 80 bucks. Like, I'm going to grab this. I'm not bullshitting you. It was 140 people in fucking line. So I was like, fuck that. Went to Dintai Fung to go try to grab some lunch. 500 fucking people waiting in line. Mall was the most packed. I've, I've not seen a mall that packed in years. I, I mean, 
I don't know. It was crazy. And again, you know, me and Jonas used to stomp through that place. We used to just go dumb in there and it just, man, it just, just different times, man, different times. But um, again, I'm excited to uh, going back to golf. Uh, I don't know what to expect today. I hope I just play cool. Uh, Michael Block has two sons, Ethan and Dylan. Dylan is a fucking stick. He's an animal. This dude placed top 50 in the long drive contest. He's 18 years old. He's um bombs the ball. He's I think he's gonna try to go to Q school and try to get on the tour. His other son, Ethan, is a junior in high school. So we're doing a match today. I think it's gonna be me and Michael Block versus his two sons. Look, my new coach got me right right now. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, speaking of interesting, there ain't really been much on TV, man, for me to really watch and everything. There's been all kinds of crazy ass shit on the news and stuff and fucking, um, you know what? Fuck this. We'll get into this. Seahawks won. And, um... I felt strong about it, but the Niners on Monday night football, for those motherfuckers, this was a show and prove game right here. This could fuck around and be the legit Super Bowl matchup. And I'm going to say this. I said the Niners are fucking playing out of their minds. You know, but then I realized, I read some shit, I was paying attention to some shit. The 49ers offense is really plug and play. And Sam Darden proved that shit. He proved it like a motherfucker. Okay. And Purdy got exposed. Four interceptions. He got sacked four or five times. Jadavian Clowney, damn, man. I mean, I don't know what he did last year, the year before, because it wasn't nothing crazy. But this year, this motherfucker's balling. The motherfucker had four sacks or three and a half sacks in one game. He was out of his mind. But Purdy got pulled. They put Sammy Boy in. He scores a touchdown. And right then and there, that's when you knew plug and play. The motherfucking Brock didn't score one touchdown, didn't throw one touchdown. And they was getting creamed. Seemed like the momentum was kind of catching. I was like, nah, Doc, I ain't worried about these motherfuckers. Baltimore owned them, bro. They was running up the hole. They was bully balling them for a minute. And five interceptions total. Man, I, I don't know, but who the fucking NFC can beat the fucking Niners? They done washed up the motherfucking Cowboys, washed the fucking Eagles. Like, I just don't know. I don't think anybody, I mean, they, they got to go to the SB, right? On the AFC side, I think the Niners are fucking Miami up. Baltimore, they ain't getting no payback. If anything, Baltimore watched the tape now and they seen what where they could really fuck them up and really fuck their whole shit up. Crazy news with Russell Wilson, and, and I don't know how to feel about it, right? People are starting to feel sorry for him. The process of this. Dog, you left for two, three hundred million. Fuck you feeling sorry for him for. Seahawks won that trade. And people are like, oh, would you take Russ back? Like, nah. I mean, he is a better quarterback than Geno, sure. But I'm I'm good. I'm straight. And the crazy thing is, look, Russ could come back 
and probably do something. But he's he's like not that he's washed. You know, ten years of the league, he's, he's still got an arm. I just think the whole energy around this dude could have been the mayor. I don't know what he said this shit. I'm just like, man, I'm over it. But I'm excited. You know, NFL playoffs are right around the fucking corner. Again, you know, I got fucking the farmers coming up. I got my birthday coming up. We're about to announce the Wash Lord, uh, where the location is and, and the date and all that stuff. Um, before we get out of here, and I want to thank everybody for listening again. There is no show on New Year's Day. There will not be a show on New Year's Day. So we will return that Thursday again. And Cold as Ice will come soon. We just, again, we have some, some not logistics, but we have some shit that we got to handle. I want to talk real quick about Disneyland. Took my kids to Disneyland. VIP experience. I'm going to keep it a buck because I know I got special treatment. It used to be three grand for a group for a VIP. Now it's like six or 10,000 or something like that. I don't know. And all you got to do is do a few posts, tag them, do certain things, depending on what what your social media status is like, right? That shit is expensive as fuck. It is easy if you got three kids or if you have two kids and you're bringing your wife, whatever, or you have a family, it is easy easy to spend $3,000 there. To do a park hopper, do a genie pass, not even VIP, just talking about just some basic ass tickets on a, on a decent weekend, whatever. After parking and the tickets, you're at sixteen, eighteen hundred right there. What you think a soda and some fucking, a piece of pizza, fucking eating some basic ass shit? You're going to be there for fucking eight hours. You're going to have at least two meals. You're going to drop two bands without even blinking. Now, I don't know if you're staying at a hotel. Go ahead and stay at the shittiest, smallest hotel, whatever. That's another 500 Okay, for two nights, whatever. That's I'm talking about some basic shit. But thinking about souvenirs, t-shirts, clothes, toys, whatever. I mean, bro, it's crazy let me let me say 2500 is easy to spend there for a small family but yet we got stuck on space mountain supposed to be an immediate five ten minute wait pretty much you get to a certain area take you to the front we got stuck on the motherfucking ride now apparently this happened more often than it doesn't i have been going to fucking disneyland for 45 years. I have never once in my life seen the inside of Space Mountain with the lights on. That motherfucking place is pitch black dark. Scary as shit sometimes because it's going, it is going fast. I ain't gonna lie to you for, you're talking about a dude who rode a motorcycle, you know, 185, 200 miles per hour driving cars, whatever. I mean, it's fast. And, you know, because of the way the lights are and whatever, it's dark. Man, this motherfucker got stuck in the middle. Then I realized how close I was to other railings, metal, other fucking uh, um, roller coaster, you know, whatever, uh, carts, space carts, whatever the fuck you want to call them. All the lights were on. That shit looked crazy. We were sitting there for fucking 25 minutes. Then we go back. Someone had to get pushed their shit back. And then we went, waited again. 
and then they let us ride it again. Man, bro, I don't know, man. That was, since London has been born, that is the longest we ever spent at Disneyland. We was there from 8.45 in the morning until 8.45 at night. We had never spent that kind of time, but it was probably the best trip that we ever had to Disneyland. And it's funny because Nick has taken them at least 10 times minimum. And she had a season pass, so she was going a lot. And we had gone at least five or six times. And we had gone before kids and whatever. I'll tell you, this was the best one for sure. Without a doubt. But I'm going to say this. I rushed out of the house kind of early. We got a late night. And um, I had my coffee. Thought I was good to go. And you know, my UC hasn't bothered me at all. It's ulcerative colitis. I've been good. Man, took the coffee, told them I want to go to the bathroom. Why, as soon as we get to the fucking parking lot, the BGs kicked in like worse than ever. Them bubble guts kicked in atrociously. Like it was vicious. It was like there was violence was going on in my stomach. I have three young kids. I had nowhere to fucking go. Now, mind you, if this happened two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, I'm done. I'm shitting in my pants and now I got to go fucking, now we got to go somewhere. I got to go to a hotel room. I got to wash my ass. I got to go buy some clothes. I got to do a whole different thing. I used to carry extra clothes in the car. I was fucked up in the game. Paid for the fucking, you know, the, the better parking Asked her, I said, where is the nearest bathroom? He said, you got to park here, take this, this. And I was like, all right, cool. I wasn't going to start making them nervous, start making them mad, whatever. I was walking like, like I had camel toe. But I made it to the bathroom, thank God. And it smelled like a fucking gargoyle had fucking gave birth inside that bathroom. I feel bad for everyone there. Why am I sharing this with you guys? Because this is fucking funny, real life. Okay. Anyways, guys, Coldest Ice is coming soon. Oh, yeah. By the way, I found my new comic, my new favorite comic right now, Troy Bond. Dude is fucking hilarious. If you see this clip where he rips this girl apart and he calls her Kamala Harris, shit is fucking hilarious. Motherfuckers don't even know that his dad is fucking black. And he doesn't even fucking mention it ever because he looks like a regular ass white boy. He looks like Logic, the rapper. Dude is fucking hilarious, by the way. And um, I just picked up on his shit. Raising Canaan episode is getting crazy. Um, we'll get more into stuff. You know what I mean? I'm just excited that me and Jimmy got a show together now. And I got somebody to, to go back and forth with and all that. But again, guys, happy new year, man. Look, 2024, I, I really am wishing the best for everyone. This was a fucking tough year. Not just for me. It was tough for a lot of people. All right. But I love y'all. God bless. You hear the music in the background. You know what that means. That means until next time, y'all, no episode on New Year's Day. Remember that. We come back that Thursday. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.